just kind of see like what the little prices are like just for like if I were just I want to throw some money at some shit. So I did, like three or four like little apartment things today. And you know, over by the Galleria, like Ritzy McRitz Town. And I had the biggest A what the fuck, because it was like, you know, so we're like, okay, what the price is, or whatever, whatever. It was like twenty eight to three for rent. And I was like, all right, so let's see what this you know, this shit is hitting for. This was the worst fucking apartment complex I've ever like this shit was Nigga, it was a closet size space. And I was like, y'all really going to try to sell me for the fact that the gallery across the street? Like, this is not even, this is pretend horse shit ass fucking, it was terrible, man. Like, I'm not going to say the place because, you know, salute to them. Because you got to do business with them. I mean, I don't, but like, I don't really feel like, but it was just like, yo, this is, you're literally, like, I've never seen, like, I live in motherfucking, I live in fucking LA, nigga. Like, I've never, this is a blatant. We're actively charging you because of where you're next to, not because this is a really like bajillion dollar place. And I was like, you niggas is crazy. But that's 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 the real estate game and the game in general for a lot of different places. Like they gon they gonna upsell you. They're not gonna show you the actual value of something. It's just gonna be what it is and you gotta adjust upsell, to it. Dick. Be like, look, I you know, I you know three out of five, man, I'm gonna knock this shit through the flow, man. I'm gonna upsell you. Because those three is good. The last two, they're gonna be all right, but they ain't gonna be great. They're gonna just be I'm gonna get you to the promised land. I'm not gonna take you on the tour. Other three, I'm gonna take you on the tour. That's 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 bullshit. You shouldn't have to deal with that. You the whole point of you being out there in the first place. Here we go. The whole point of you being there in the first place is so you don't have to go through the bullshit. Oh, 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 we lit. <clears throat> there we go. Honestly, the technical difficulty episodes be like my favorite episodes because Why? every moments like this, like, oh my god, man, yo, because I don't really know how to act like a nigga who knows what he's doing yet. <laughs> Anybody's like, oh my god, man, podcast. I'll be like, man, go look at episode two thirty, and then go look at episode one, whatever. Like, I kind of know. Like, relax and do the thing. This is these are the episodes that I've been telling people go do the thing and stop asking me shit because yeah, relax, you can do the thing. I, I can understand you. that. These are the episodes that let people know, like, this ain't no editing. Somebody took two days to like maneuver their YouTube video and throw it up there to make it look perfect for you. Like, nah, this is real time. If something don't go right, this is how it goes. This is part of the industry. I'll say for you, like when it comes to creating your music or doing whatever you got to do for social media, because I saw you have some YouTube videos up. Like, how do you go about omitting some of the fuck ups that other people may see, or do you just let them see it? Um, shit. I mean. I just study a lot of other rappers and what route they use. And um, like you said, certain mistakes or whatever, and just try not to make them. I don't know. I probably made some, you know. Like, I've been rapping like 10 years, and I just now put out my first music videos. Okay. Probably like four months ago. All right. You feel me? Some cats, they, they might say you should have been putting out videos, but I ain't want to have, like, them really grimy looking ass. <laughs> I mean, like, look like you shot them and flipped them or some shit. Which is uh, which is funny I mean, as shit, cool so right? You can see your growth, but at the same, I don't know. Like some something in you is like, nah, I don't want to put that. That's not the foot I want to put forward. I right. could, yeah. but that ain't I'm what I'm like, trying. To. At the same time, I've been mixing and mastering my first six mixtapes mm-hmm. before these two albums I just dropped. So if you listen to those, you can hear the growth in me, like as a producer, right? And as a rapper, you know. 
But it's I'm impressed because he said mastered and mixed when there's some niggas is like this whole process is like some a bit of a little bit of a lost art because it's like some niggas like I rapped a good song and then I put it out today. So I think it's cool. I mean, yeah, that's I mean if you can do that, that's cool. I wish I can do that shit. <laughs> you feel me? Record my shit and get it out the same day, but is it is it just a dedication to like I like going over it and over it, or is it, you know, because some people just like, you know, I made it, I did it, or whatever. Are you like somebody who critiques your work? Because I, I used to be like that even with this. Like, Man, is it like an over critiquing of yeah. things before you put it out? Yeah, I, I probably have a song for like, damn near six months before anybody hear it. For real. Because over that time, while I'll be playing it over my car or while I'm at work or something, and I might hear it, like I might have mispronounced something or might want to go change a line or something. I saw somebody say something. It was like a, there was an interview with like the Alchemist, and he was talking about that, like the timing of music. Are you big on timing of your music instead of just like you know, yeah. I, I made this now, but it might not be a good look for right now. Right. Yeah, I try to do that with all my music. Make music that ain't gonna be stuck in like a certain time period. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, oh, it sounds like you use beats from like this type wave, like when everybody was using like, like uh. Like Detroit type beats, right? Or, the drill or, beats and or, shit like that. Yeah, you feel me? I ain't wanted to be able to like tell I was in that time period when I recorded this album. Man's trying not to pigeonhole himself, which I can appreciate. But yeah. when it comes to like recreating your own sound, what what motivates most of the things that you do musically? Um, I just I feel like I do stuff that I'm not good at. You feel me? And try to get better at it. For real. Because my first album, I wrote that. On my first mixtape, I wrote that. And I felt like I took too long to write it. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't really have free time to sit there and write music. I got other stuff going on. Right. You know, so then my next two mixtapes, I freestyled them. You know, like a couple lines at a time. Okay. You know, so then that gave me the ability to, like, make music faster. Because sometimes I might be in the studio with cats and I'll be taking longer to write mine. But now I ain't got to worry about writing it because I can just go off the dome. I appreciate that progression. I, I appreciate you mostly because on the show, we always talk about like, if it makes you uncomfortable, jump into it. Like do what makes you uncomfortable right. and learn how to I get like better. That. You feel me? Right. I like stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind of what I can appreciate about you saying that. Cause most people will just like, I'm gonna fall into whatever the sound is at the time, or I'm gonna do whatever's going to make me money. That's what I'm focused on. And you're like, nah, I'm gonna do some shit. That's a little bit different. That's going to push me out my comfort zone to help propel me to wherever I'm trying to get to in the end. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can, you can do a song or something that might be in a certain way, but you don't want to be, uh, just known for that. Right. You know I mean, like people identify you as that sound. Like, I feel like you listen to my music and, uh, every project really sound different. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm rapping the same or something because I start to use more melodies and then auto-tune and just different stuff, different rhyme patterns. Would you say, like, each each mixtape, each album, everything that you're putting out speaks to, like, whatever mindset you're in at that time or what you're going through personally or, or like, what what would influence the type of content that you're putting out there? Um, I would really rap about my real life. I just try to make it relatable and entertaining. Right. That's really it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I do. Just rapping about my real life. Um, and I don't really think about nothing outside of that. Like craziest story that you've been through that you put on a song. 
since we talk about your real life, what's the craziest thing you've been through in real life that you turned into a song? <laughs> he, he like life. Life has been. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think everything happened for a reason. But uh, one of the craziest things, uh, I got locked up with my pops one time, and we shared the same jail. So that was really weird. Tell me about that, please. Um, let me see. I mean, it's over and done with. So we ride around um, in a car. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff in the car that ain't supposed to be in there. Right. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the word, man. Yeah, so we end up getting locked up over it, and we go to the same cell. Okay. So it wasn't we like... For a little minute, too. Okay. It wasn't like he was already in there, and you got in there like, damn, no, pops. like we, we, we were like together. the same case. You feel me? Like, we going to court together. Okay. You feel me? Like, they up my bond because charges that he didn't did. You feel I was born type shit. Yikes. I don't bonding. Right. We bonded, nigga. Right. Struggle and strife. We talk about trauma bonding. For for those that have heard us talk about that (laughs) (laughs) on on the podcast before when we talk about mental health struggles, trauma bonding, that kiss my ass, you and your boyfriend went through some shit. That is trauma bonding for real. Like we really had to go through some struggles together. How did how did he coach you through that, um, or like what advice did he give you as or a takeaway or something that you learned from that experience? Uh, I don't. He ain't really. I don't know. Like he really uh kind of like old school. You know, like I feel like the generation before mine, like our parents, they ain't really they ain't really in tune with that kind of stuff. Right. Right. <sighs> But at the same time, I feel like that's why I am the way that I am. Right, I'm gonna be the exact opposite. Most definitely, that 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 contributes. If you could, Lord forbid, good Lord forbid, you ended up in the same situation, say with your child. But if you put yourself in his shoes, what would you tell yourself? As far as since I didn't learn certain things from him in that moment, what would you give yourself from as a takeaway to kind of help yourself through it? I mean, what would I tell my kid in that situation? Well, what would I tell myself? What would you tell yourself if you were in your dad's shoes, so to speak? Um, hmm. Sheesh. I don't know. I just need to get um, just more focused or something. Like, um, just get in a better situation. Like, just mm-hmm. better yourself. That's really it. That's definitely a moment where... Because I can't, I don't really like to be like judgmental or nothing over nobody, right. but just, I don't know, just try to better yourself. If you it, because some people don't even attempt to or acknowledge the fact they need to better themselves. Yeah. You know, so at least That's recognize true. that you need to better yourself and then put action into it. That's what I would do. Fair how do you how do you do that? Because I know there are some people that a big thing that we talk about. Should I talk about personally? Is like a lot of people. Because, like, you know, you might have come from, say, our parents who didn't have even the ability to articulate that, yo, you know, like, I need to better myself. So if you come upon, like, you recognize I need to better myself, what makes you actually put it to action? Because I think people miss, don't pay attention that there's a group out there that just because they go, well, I need to work on myself. And it's like, all right, man, what's your step two? So how do you get to your step two? Because I feel like a lot of people just stop at, hey, man, I said I need to better myself. And you know what? I said I fucked these bitches, baby. Like, I didn't say I was going to stop fucking them. I just was letting you know that I fucked them. I mean, 
Like, first, I think the first step is recognizing it, you know, recognize that change need to be made, and then um, as far as putting into action, you got to probably think about why you want to do it before you do it, you know. So, like, I feel like your reason kind of got to be important. Definitely. And then that alone should be enough motivation to put some action into it. See, for, for those of you that listen to us on a regular basis, this man says the same shit in a different way that we say all the time. Like I, we always talk about like questioning yourself, asking yourself why it's easy to be like, I want to do this. Okay. But why? And then ask yourself why as many times until you get to the root of the situation. So even you mentioning like, try to like, I try to be motivated by good shit. You feel me? Not by bad shit. Like I want to do this so I can shit on this person. Right. You feel me? That's kind of weird. Not being ego based. Damn, that's something that we talk about on the show too. Holy shit! It's wonderful. Like every time we have somebody come in here on the show, they end up saying stuff. We don't script none of this. We don't go over none of this before the show. They end up saying the same shit that we talk to you motherfuckers about every week. And it's just good to hear other people are putting these type of things, maybe not worded the same way that we do, but the same type of mindset is in all these different types of people that are trying to accomplish something better or are doing something that's on a high level. Like no matter what type of person we talk to, they have a similar mindset. So I, there you go, sir. So, give you some love, some claps. What do you think? Yeah, like, go ahead, TJ. Oh yeah. I just, I was just going to piggyback off of, cause, uh, I like that he just, I do kind of like that it was an easy two-step process. Like you find your why, like why you want to do that. And, you know, for people to hold on to that. Because I think motherfuckers, like, you know, if you, yeah, I feel like if you hold on to your why, what's uh, my favorite shit is to use workout analogies. Like I want to lose weight. I might wake up one day and feel like I want to run a 5K and realize that's not for me. So I'll start lifting weights. That's not for me. I'll die and realize that's for me. You know, in the sense of bettering yourself, somebody going, my why is this. All right, nigga, you can take all the time you want to figure out how to get to your why. Just don't ever, as long as you feel like if you hold that, that's the simple part. You can get into the complexities of how you get to that why, but figuring out, that's it. That's the end goal. Just grip that bitch and you can ride the wave on how you get there. I'll say for, for right now, when you talk about having a good reason, having a good why, what would you say your why is right now at this point in time in your life? Like me? Mm-hmm. Um, my why as far as what? Anything that you're trying to accomplish. So what is your why for music? What is your why for being a better individual personally? I mean, I, mean, I think that's just just knowing you can be better. You know, um, I feel like until you just you ain't here no more, you can always be better than you was yesterday at whatever you're doing or the type of person you is. You can learn something. I like learn learning new shit every day. Okay. Like every song, I feel like be better than the last one. You feel me? That's really it. Just try to be better. That's really enough for me. Enough motivation, just knowing you can't. I appreciate that. From from a healthy mindset, just being able to understand that some shit is possible. Because there's a lot of people that's floating through life thinking like nothing is possible or this isn't possible. I can never get to this point. So even for you saying like my basic why is just that it can be done. I don't know when it's going like, to be done, I mean, but it can. That's everything. That's for getting right. money. Like it's, niggas want to get millions of dollars. Like I'm trying to go get that shit, bro. I'm seeing it's hella niggas that didn't get it. Right. That's that's the type of we've talked about like knowing your worth and having like a better abundant mindset as especially as black men. 
Because a lot of people don't necessarily, kind of like what you were saying, like they don't tell us that growing up. Like we just have to be tough and just kind of deal with shit. But being able to understand like, no, you can have and be anything you want to be. There's a world of things out there that you can accomplish and you have plenty of time to accomplish it. You don't have to do it at a specific time. Like that type of mindset is healthy for us. It helps us become better individuals. So the fact that you fuck it, even if I just figured it out on my own, I'm still glad that I figured it out. I don't care if I get a million at 55, 60 or 70, as long as I get it, that's the most important part. For real, Or even if you might motivate somebody else to try to go get it. Right. You know, that's cool too. Big fucking mood. Continuing that cycle within our community of not like having people think from a space of lack, giving them the opportunity to understand. Like, I don't care how I motivate you, as long as I motivate you to not stay the nigga that you are right now. Right. You feel me? Like, if I motivate you to stop smoking cigarettes, bro, like, or whatever the fuck. Small victories. Eat less meat. You feel me? Eat less dairy. Right. Like that, <laughs> whatever, whatever works, whatever is going to help you out, which we got to do. That's the eating part. That's something that we definitely have to get better at within our community. Side note on a personal note, just it's, it's too many people I'm seeing as far as black men are concerned that are having like colon and prostate cancer. Please, oh, please, oh, please pay attention to what the fuck y'all eating and get better at that. I'm not yeah, saying give up meat, really but I think that type should be hereditary, but I think it would be eating patterns, yes. Most definitely. I'm, I'm glad you said that, too, because you'd be like, no, nah, that running my family. Hi, no, y'all family been eating the same yeah. shit for generations. That's why it's running in your family, but that's not hereditary. That's bad decisions of generational traumas passed down. He, he, eat this chitlin' burrito, baby. Yeah, eat what you shouldn't have been eating. When right. People wasn't eating. Now, when, it, when it comes to the eating... Is that something that you figured out or like a healthier healthier lifestyle nutritionally? Is that something that you had before you came out here? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I actually, I mean, I was vegetarian for like six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I started eating meat once I moved back here. Okay. Because it's like it's so many food spots. That's just <laughs> so tempting. Um, but I started it because um, I was young, bro. I was probably like 19. Okay. And it'd be like 3 p.m. and I felt mad sleepy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's... That's, that ain't right. That's weird. Right. And then I realized I'm not really drinking water. I'm drinking fucking sodas and, and iced teas and stuff like that. All day. No water at all. Gatorades. You know? So I switched that. Noticed my energy change. You know, I can go a whole day, stay up mad late, and still be cool the next day. Right. You know, it's just off that alone. And then That's watching, important. watching documentaries and shit, learning more as you go. You know, like, once I see some information, I can't really ignore it. So that's really it. That's why I stopped drinking milk. Like, I don't really use milk in the food. Yeah. Like, all black people are lactose intolerant. It's not all of us. But there's a reason why all of our bodies are like, yeah, I don't like this. You know, and there's alternatives. That's better. It ain't even got to be milk. You know what? When I think about uh, Pops and Friday, we put some water on that damn shit. Like, we all thought that shit was nasty. Now you think about it like. He might have been on to something. It may not be necessarily water, but it doesn't have to be milk. It can I mean, be something else. I use almond milk and almond milk, basically almonds and water. Yep. They just cut them up, strain them, and what you get afterwards, that's that's your milk. But it's like we yeah, deconditioning our mind. That's true. What'd you say? I said, no, you're right. I, I fuck some almond milk up. It's true. And as long as it ain't dairy, I'll take it. I'll yeah. slip on some cheese. Right, I do cheese and butter, but I don't do like yogurts or. But I think even that's the thing. Like, 
with us, I feel like, you know, there are things that besides just diets and, you know, a lot of things we intake that are, you know, terrible and bad for you. But I feel like you can just always go like, damn, I got to stop eating fucking sandwiches. Like, nah, man, like just maybe don't eat, you know, uh, 12 plates of oxtails this week. Like, you know, eat that shit sparingly and then wean yourself off. If you choose to go all the way vegan and vegetarian, cool. But it ain't no reason you need to eat all the oxtail burritos and fucking fried chicken shit this week. You can have a cheat day. You can have like once or twice a week where you get off. But like taking that mindset like throughout, like, you know, we're just, you know, you become a disciplined person that assists you in a variety of ways. All this shit can correlate and connect. They can just be like, I can't not eat at motherfucking. Yeah, you can. They could just not six times a week. You want to go for two, maybe two. You know, yeah, fuck even it. when I was vegetarian, like at least one day of the week, I'll probably go get some wing stop or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just be having that craving, but it's just a fact I wouldn't eat meat every day or with right. every meal. You know, it just makes little adjustments. Right. Balance and moderation. Now, from from not just just food, but in our community, why do you think a lot of dudes? or people in general struggle with balance and moderation? Um, I don't think people be recognizing a lot of certain patterns, mm-hmm. whether it's like in the eating patterns or just in the world in general. Okay. You know, you got to be able to recognize certain shit that keep, re- like repetitive shit, you got to be able to recognize that. I don't think some people, I don't know, some motherfuckers don't see it or they see it and just don't care, you know. Don't know, don't show. I don't care about basically. I definitely think is that like you don't know what you like weren't taught. Like if you come, you know, we got generations and generations that don't recognize patterns. They just, you know, this is how it is. And it's like, you ever look this way? What was that fucking shit that was uh, that goofy shit that they taught us in college to make you seem like you're supposed to be smart? The allegory of the cave. Like, you know, y'all could turn around and walk outside. Like, like you just keep looking at this like this is all it is if you just stood the fuck up it's a whole bunch of shit this way niggas only looking right at the wall like goofies I think partly of what you're saying like people aren't self-aware like they can't right. they can't figure out patterns within themselves or what they're doing because you're not paying attention to yourself in the first place you're paying attention to everything but yourself and you're missing the patterns of the shit that you're doing for, for yourself what are like some things that you're trying to get better at when it comes to balance and moderation or recognizing your own patterns and changing them? Um, get better at it. Sheesh. I don't know. <laughs> like, everything, man. Like, <laughs> you're like I, gotta, I gotta uproot all this shit. Man, listen, like, I don't know, bro. I feel like I could be um, just a better person in society in general. I could go get more money. Like, I could, um, better in personal relationships like i could be better at my music everything you try to do you feel like whatever you struggle with in all these different areas they stand out to you or do you look for things to fix to make them better Um, i think i might look for certain adjustments like i see this right here like say with music um, i want to improve my music like one thing I can do is get a better engineer mm-hmm. to improve my sound quality um, or look at different ways to distribute my music to get more of the profits. That's what I ended up doing, getting um, a distri- distribution that lets me get 100% of my money from my streams. So. 
Man's on top of his business already. I'll make sure y'all not stealing my shit. I'm getting all that money. I ain't splitting with nobody. A fucking mood. I I, I love hearing with niggas who make music say that shit. Because it just... We've been hearing motherfuckers get, like, assaulted since the fucking 80s. And I'm like, all right, man, great. I just, like, can somebody please tell me how they got their motherfucking paperwork with this music together? So, hey, man, yeah, man, I applaud that, that shit. Paperwork's something else, boy. That's, that's not to be super, super black conspiracy, man. But I feel like that's a jargon they create on purpose to not to make sure we're not paying attention to trick us out of our shit. I and mean, when you elite, that's the thing. You got to really pay attention. Like you gotta really over your shit. Don't just pay for some lawyer or something. Right. Read that shit too. Self-aware, being aware of the pattern. I, we got, like you said, TJ, from the eighties up until now, we have countless situations where people have created a pattern of not paying attention and getting dicked out their money. And for me to learn that, I need to what's that fine print at the bottom. Like, why you make that shit small on purpose? Now, blow that up so I could really read that. Because down there may be the reason why I'm only getting 25% of the shit that I'm working hard for. Like, let me actually pay attention to what you're doing. Then I could see, oh, you're trying to trick me on my shit. I don't even want to go over this no more. I'm going to find somebody else. I don't. The fact that you had to had to try and manipulate the situation, you could have just came to me and said, hey, this is our offer and went through it. But since you're trying to manipulate the situation, I don't need to be here in the first place. But you got to be aware to begin with as opposed to I'm getting money bitch somebody trying to sign me and I'm about to get this and I'm about to get that like but you won't even know the type of money you're getting first pay attention to your deal champ pay attention to the people that are around you so shout out to you for being able to have the business wherewithal to say nah I want to get as much as I can let me be aware enough to pay attention where do you think you learned that from like is that something that you already knew about or is that something that you kind of learned along the way um, I just see where a lot of other people fuck up at. You know, I pay a lot of attention to other people's mistakes. But it don't matter what you're doing, whether you're an artist or you're a basketball player or you're somebody that I know personally. You know, like if you make a mistake, I try to not make that same mistake. Go ahead, TJ. That's bar. Like, like a whole. I mean, I've got some mad fucking like debates or arguments with niggas so I know to make music and I'll be coming off pompous but I'm like he just said nigga hope that that's you ain't gotta go through that like I just seen six niggas do this maybe I'm gonna go left I just seen all you niggas go right I'm gonna just try left and see what the fuck happens like I know like you know a lot of the music shit is you know every, we all come from certain environments and niggas just jump on the first whatever the fuck they're on their way for a deal or for notoriety or for whatever as opposed to, nah, I'm going to just kind of grind a little harder for the extra however long. And on the back end, I'm going to be like set, set, like unnecessarily comfortable. Like if I want to wake up and make a fucking country, I'm comfortable. So I usually applaud that. And like, you know, I don't know everybody's situation, but I guess what you, you kind of just answered it because it's like, what makes you so... Because I know that takes a certain amount of willpower to just like maybe look at certain opportunities and go, mm. Nah, like what developed the patience to go like, ah, I'll take the long, I'll take the long road as opposed to this easy short one. Um, I just feel like the outcome would be more beneficial. For real. You, you gonna have less people dipping in your pockets or feeling like you owe them something or whatever the case might be. Like, I just want minds to just be minds. You right. Know what I mean? Like. That's really it. And I don't want to have to owe nobody nothing and nobody be like, hey, you, I did this for this. You feel me? Like, 
That man came to L.A. and grasped that Nipsey concept real quick. All money in, goddammit. I ain't got time to be, unless it's for a business investment that's going to build this up to be bigger, I don't have time to be wasting no extra dividends. Yeah, it's smart. As it should, super smart. That's how things should go. I'll say this when it comes to, so you saying you from, from Ohio. What, what specific city you want to shout out for Ohio? Youngstown. Youngstown. Definitely close to Kent. Up the road by another, what, hour? Hour down the road from yeah, Kent? Yeah, uh, by Cleveland, Akron, yep. Columbus. Northeast Ohio. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to, shout out to Youngstown. Shout out to bros out there in uh, Youngstown State. That's a tough place to come from. Big factory town, but ain't no factories, so ain't no jobs. Everybody's struggling. I see what happened. At first, when I was younger, I'm like, well, how the fuck does it get like this? Mm-hmm. I used to wonder how the city is so fucked up when I was younger. And then I seen all these buildings that ain't nobody using. These are old warehouses, old steel factories mm-hmm. and shit. And that's why all these houses getting torn down, because niggas done lost their money. They probably couldn't pay for the upkeep of these houses. Yep. I think that, especially with Youngstown being like a big, having a big black population, that contributed to a lot of people leaving and having to move somewhere else. Because, like, I don't have no work to get here. I got to go somewhere else. I got to move. I seen the same thing in Akron with them having uh, all the tire plants and some of them shutting down and people having to move. But just, oh, when it comes to Youngstown, that's that's a pretty rough, like, they lost a lot of business. Anybody that's not familiar with Youngstown, y'all can look up and see how that community was affected so much by the factories not being there. It's it's amazing that you had the ability to start understanding it early and then get yourself out of that situation because there's definitely some people that ain't never made it out. Yeah, for sure. I just seen I, I paid attention to other people's mistakes. Um, just recognized certain patterns and made the right adjustments, I guess. How How do you set yourself up to be that blueprint now? So, like, you do a lot of learning from other people, and you're like, I also want to be a catalyst to people learning and bettering themselves at some point in time. How are you starting to set up or set the breadcrumbs from other people to follow them? Like, do you tell people that on your social media? Do you have conversations with young yeah. up-and-coming rappers? Like, how do you how do you put yourself in that lane? For sure. Like, if I got a homie or somebody that's just rapping, I'd be like, hey, this is what I use to get my music out there. You feel me? This is how I set up. Like, this is how I run my Instagram. This is how I might get my um, my engagement up. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to, like, whatever game that I might know, I give it to the next nigga. People. You see this? You see this? Those <laughs> looking at me. You hear that? The whole, like, crabs in the barrel shit that y'all say hey, about black yeah, people? I that shit. Like, you're not really going to get far if you playing like that. Exactly. Or even if you do, you, you probably going to lose that shit, man. Yep. I, I think, one, that's you demonstrating something outside of the stereotype that gets thrown on us as black people. Like, oh, we have a crabs in a barrel mentality. It's like, no, there's a lot of people that's doing what you're doing. Like, I'm I'm cool giving away free game. You're going to have all the gems. Like, just because I give you the gems don't mean you're going to turn it into jewelry. That's up to you what you do with it. But I don't mind sharing it. I don't mind being a resource to you. I don't mean, I don't mind, you know, lending a hand to you or just having a conversation with you. I think, I think that's major. I think that's something we need more of, just having those comfortable conversations or uncomfortable conversations that let people know, like, real shit, as opposed to, like, now nah, come to my master class. I'm going to charge you $150 to get this information that I could probably Google and get for free. Like, I'm going to just sit here and have a conversation with you, and you do whatever with it. Yeah. 
the uncomfortable ones is where the shit is at, though. Most definitely. Them the ones. That's kind of why we have, like, here we have the, the open door policy. Like, we want people to come in and sit down and have a conversation. I don't give a damn if you're a homeless person off the street or, like, whatever. Whatever your background is, coming in here and being comfortable asking, uh, uh, like, uncomfortable uncomfortable questions, answering uncomfortable questions, talking about stuff you wouldn't regularly talk about. Like any radio station you go to, they could tell me about your album. Tell me about your single. Nah, I want to know about the person. Have conversations about who people really are. And that gives them the opportunity to share their experience and really learn individuals. That's the like seeing who people like I like learning people's perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's different than mine, I wanna try to understand your perspective type shit. What's a uh, what's an uncomfortable type of a person that would make you really uncomfortable, but you want to be around them to learn more? Like, what type of mindset would that be? Mm, I would probably say all those Donald Trump people, you know, just to see what, what the fuck they were thinking about, you know, because to, to really be going that hard about something, right? No, that was almost like a religion for them. Yeah, with the red hats and everything. TJ, you out there with them folk? Like people like them, niggas, look, them niggas not talking to me. Not, <laughs> niggas ain't saying shit to me. Like it's I've been walk, like they around, but like I got a couple. What you want to say? Nothing. Are you where you guys from? Thank you. Like I just, but I think I think that's a a, a good perspective, and I think that's it might be a conversation for another day because I can get convoluted. But like the difference between an uncomfortable conversation. And, like, you know, conversations that are just, like, rude or belittling. Because, like, uncomfortable is, you know, I have this set of beliefs and this conversation can either bolster them up or tear them down. And if they can get torn down, then they probably should have been. Like, that's something that could have been holding you back. I mean, but, like, a lot of them believe in, like, uh, the deportation of immigrants. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really weird to me. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think for a lot of them, it's the adopting a mindset without really doing the research to see what it stands for. Yeah. Like that the group well, thinks. You see it's uh, a, a disadvantage to some people, so why do you want it to happen to them so bad? The, the funny part I will highlight, even with them or in, in throughout history when it comes to us as people of color in general, you don't realize it hurts you too. Because if I'm a successful person, say, I'll use Texas as an example because that's where TJ is and it's a lot of them motherfuckers out there. Um, if I'm if I'm looking at it like I'm a Trump supporter, I'm this, I'm that. Let's deport all these immigrants. Let's do this. Let's do that. Illegal aliens. Let's get rid of them. But these are the people you hire to build your house. These are the people that you hire to clean your house. These are the people you hire to cut your grass and do landscaping. These are the people you get your fruits and vegetables from. Like you don't realize like that affects you as well because you're not about to go out there and do the work that they doing. So why would you want to get rid of something that benefits you simply because? I'm buying into a bias that they're not like me and I don't like them. What was that line from? Fucking, uh, what was that shit? Fight Club? We watch you when you sleep. And it's like, they do, nigga. Like, motherfuckers, I got this big house. Motherfuckers will wake up one day and say, fuck. If they just all woke up and said, fuck it, you niggas be in some deep shit. That's weird. It's beyond weird. But that's that's the disconnect. That kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier as far as people not recognizing cycles and not being aware. Like, what we experienced when it came to the whole Trumpsters or whatever the fuck you want to call them, that was just a repeat of a cycle that we've gone through in this country as black people between white people many right. times I over. Pattern too, like, and I don't know. I'm like, how do y'all not see what's going on? 
it's right. It's been history has been repeating itself. At some point, y'all don't want to do something different. Yeah. You don't want to change because we're going to keep going through the same shit and it's going to continue to be the same result. And then we look at because we have better technology, we've progressed. It's like, nah, we're actually going backwards because we keep making the same mistakes over and over and over. People are just not self-aware, which although we are blasting a lot of the stuff that we create on social media, I will say that contributes to it a little bit. Like everybody's trying to be seen and heard, but nobody's really trying to learn. Nobody's aware of themselves. I'm just aware of how my image gets presented to everybody else. Um, For you being somebody that has multiple platforms that you utilize, what would you present to people when it comes to telling them to be more aware of themselves as opposed to looking for the gratification? Um, to be more aware. Shit. Um, I would say don't get too caught up in the social media um, likes and all of that shit and attention on them. You know, if you want to post on there, cool, but don't really let that shit really I'd be too pressed about the likes mm-hmm. and views or who supporting and all of that type of shit. Yeah. I think that's something we all, I know we struggled with that in the beginning when we first started, like almost two years ago. Like just worried about like, damn, who's going to see this? How are we going to do that? And you realize like, nah, just create a safe space for people to talk. Just have your conversation. At some point, people going to gravitate towards it. You can do all of the formalities and stuff behind the scenes, but don't get so caught up in the gratification immediately. Give people the opportunity to just take in whatever right. image that you're trying yeah. to push. They got to fill you out. You feel me? Right. Might not want to just go supporting something they don't really understand what it is at the same time. Right. Like, I know I'm like that personally. Right. Like the Trump supporters. <laughs> I'm supporting some shit that I don't understand. He's white like me and he it's got money. Even, it's not even the fact that they support Trump. It's like the ideology that comes with right. supporting him. Like off the rip being against like all types of immigration for the most part. Right. Right. I, I, I kind of think of them almost in the reverse. I feel like they picked Trump because they understand the racist idea and bigot, bigoting ideologies and they needed a scapegoat for it. I sometimes think motherfuckers that pick Biden don't understand the ideologies like behind what they've set up now. Like yeah, they're gonna save the day and it's like, now look at how we doing. Now what did you really what did you really sign up for? Even this back shit, like, you know, I'm not on the whole pro or against whatever but people are how they're acting is like, what you really supporting though? Cause I mean I just, feel like they both supporting the same shit and one way or like wow. look what's going on with the immigration now. Right. Me, um, and you don't need politics to divide the country at all. The vaccine now, bro. Like, you if you see people mad if you vaccinated or they mad if you unvaccinated, right? Either way, somebody's gonna hate politics. Nope, I don't even think it's, I think politics is like the mass that we pay attention to, but there's other things that are at play that are to divide us, and because we're so focused on one thing that we miss all the other shit. Says certain patterns you got to recognize. Most definitely, as we as we look to uh, transition out of here for the day, what's what's some last words you want to give the people? Make sure you plug yourself, let them know your information. Uh, we'll just go ahead and say whatever you feel like saying to the people as we um, get on up out of here. Shit. I'll just stay. Uh, say stay focused. Um, 
be on your shit. Check me out. All streaming platforms. Tripmain. T-R-I-P-M-A-N. Two E's. That's Instagram. SoundCloud. I got six mixtapes. Apple Music. Spotify. All that. I got two albums I just put out. And I got music videos. Check me out on YouTube. Let the people know. You'll see, you'll see YouTube so they can check out your music. Do you uh, have a specific page or you just want them to just uh, put YouTube, your name in? YouTube.com slash Tripman. T-R-I-P-M-A-N. Two E's. Fair enough. TJ, what you want to tell the people as we get on about you? Listen to the sneaky music. Uh, listen to us weekly. Don't be weirdos. Um, black people are dope. <laughs> black people are dope. Black people are the dopest. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's raw, authentic episode of all the fuckery that goes on trying to get y'all this content. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We appreciate you supporting us. We appreciate everybody watching, even though TJ decided he wanted to move to Texas in the middle of shit that we supposed to be doing. Man, I'm just, I'm out here just trying to, with TJ and my need a, a fucking Texas hub, and we could be that. I'm out here setting up shit potentially for the future. I heard all that. It sounds real good. Like, you made it sound real good for the people, but... <laughs> I'm sure Keith heard that. Shout out to Keith and everybody else supporting. He's going to put your ass to work while you're out there. But thank you for tuning in to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. We will see y'all Monday. Yep. I'm going to be surprised. He's going to send it to you. Yep. As he should. Hey, cut this shit off. Cut all the hay. Cut this shit off. Keith, you didn't hear none of that from, from him. You heard it from me. Send that nigga some homework. Put him to work. But we'll see y'all on Monday. Shout out to our guest trip, man. Make sure you support him on all the media, social media platforms. We will see y'all on Monday night. Bye, bitch.